The difference between true and false, or truth and false. Truth means that which is, was, and will be. False is that which is, but wasn't, or that which is, but won't be. Truth is permanent, false is temporary. No, the other way around. Temporary is false. We're not saying that if this is false, it won't last. No, it's the other way around. That which does not last is false. Therefore, all the things that we get excited about and we think are so important and so essential and so necessary and so crucial, by tomorrow they won't be necessary, essential, or crucial. Good question. But certainly, when a person is in a bad mood, or in Timtum Halev, this is permanent. You're in a bad mood. Life itself isn't, isn't permanent. Uh, you're in a bad mood last week, you'll be in a bad mood again next year. I mean, these things come and go. They're not real. They're not true. Not, they're real, but they're not true. People's passions are not true, but at the moment, they seem to be. When a person has a passion for whatever it is, everybody around them thinks it's quite silly. Everybody, except them. Huh? Even other people involved in the same passion will laugh at the person who has that passion. Because they know that it's not what he's making it out to be. So when a guy says, you know, like, Romeo, <laughs> without you I cannot live. Everybody says, oh, cut him, play the violins, you know. Can't live. You'll find somebody else. <laughs> we don't, even people who are also passionate. But this, come on, you know. It's nice, it's passionate, it's good. But don't get melodramatic about it. But the person who is in the throes of passion, it's his whole life. Without this, he can't live. No, anything. A guy's got to get a job. Got to get a job. And he goes for the interview. And they tell him they'll call him. And he sits waiting by the phone. His life hangs in the balance. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. You don't get the job, you don't get the job. You get a different job. Yes, passion is fanatical. I told somebody they were a fanatic. They flipped. Finally, we settled on passionate. 
You see, it's just a choice of words. Yeah, yeah. But passion, by its very nature, is fanatical. It is not. It is not. Passion is not reasonable. <laughs> it's like, well, let's see. I'll have the passion. Maybe not now. No, booked for today. How about next weekend? I'll be very passionate. Passion is not reasonable. Doesn't matter. Passions are not true, so passions for good things are also not true. Mm -hmm. So passions like for Yiddishkeit or whatever are also not true. Of course not. One day you have it, the next day it's gone. Passions that it's like the Palestinians are fanatics. Israelis fanatics as well. Are they passionate? Like, is there a? Mm -hmm. Is there a word just about like why you keep down? Like, you can use them from the day to day. Really, <laughs> I don't remember reading this article about the difference, the difference between men and women. This guy is writing an article, and it was it was like one of these um, what are they called? Uh, huh? It was sarcastic. What is it? Not sarcastic. Uh, yeah, satirical. Yeah. So he writes. Did you ever notice the difference between men and women? When a woman insists on having it her way, she's a witch with a bee. When a man is determined to have it his way, he's persistent. And so on and so on, down the whole list, you know. If you like the person you're talking about, you call them passionate. If you don't like them, call them fanatical, but it's the same thing. <laughs> It just it just expresses what you think of the person by your choice of words, right? No. Passionate is not immodest or It's intense. It's not arrogant. The thing is not wrong. Because it is permanent, but that which comes and goes is false, not to be relied on. So, like in a marriage, there are going to be moments when you're passionate, there'll be years when you're passionate, and then there'll be years when you're not. Because passion, you can't rely on that. The heart is fickle. A person... Yeah, but but you're not meant to. You're not meant to live at that level of intensity. Well, but that's why people who want to live on that level of intensity have to use um, what should we say? Um, the blue and the pink. You know, the the pink ones and the blue ones and the <laughs> and the yellow ones. <clears throat> That's because the system needs a break. The system has to have its highs and its lows. If you keep it at a high, so what, what he's saying here to, to his Yetzirah is there are certain truths, certain things are really real, and you're making me crazy with all this temporary 
and untrue stuff. You're denying the truth. And that's what ultimately is intolerable about the Yetzirah. So when people say, oh, Yetzirah, ugh, that's the Yetzirah is disgusting, perverted, sick, unnatural. That's not what's wrong with the Yetzirah. A Yetzirah can be very nice. Sin can be very nice. Can be. If you fill your mind with good information, with Torah information, if you fill your day with Torah activity, so the Yetzirah with its, with its passions kind of gets surrounded. From above, the mind is saying holy things. From below, the activities, the actions are holy and and uh, and kosher, and the Eitzahara kind of backs away when you know, you know, he knows when he's surrounded. Well, that you see, it's a strange thing that um, the essence of unholiness or even evil is very much the same as the essence of holiness. The essence of holiness means: Will you stop thinking about yourself? and throw yourself into what God wants. I mean, that's the whole point that we've been talking about for days and days and days. When God says to do a commandment, and you say, will it make me holy? Forget it, all right? Go home. Skip it. I'm sorry I even asked you. <laughs> when God comes and says, will you keep my Ten Commandments? And we say, will it get me to heaven? God says, go home. I don't want to talk to you no more. The whole point of the whole thing is, can you forget yourself for a moment and lose yourself in a higher project? That's the whole point of the whole thing. What does evil say? Same thing. Evil says, you know, this is getting really boring. Sitting here thinking, what should I do? How am I doing? What's going I got to lose myself in something. I need a high. What is a high? Any feeling that is so big that I drowned in it because I want to drown. I want to disappear into something big. So the Eitzahara comes along and says, I got, I got big things. <laughs> I got some heavy experiences you can lose yourself in. And then there are people who sit in the middle. <coughs> they won't get evil. And they won't get holy. They fight to stay in themselves. <coughs> you never call me a fanatic. How does that help? They'll look at it, they'll read it, they'll talk about it, they'll debate it, but they won't get lost in it. But on the other hand, they'll never get drunk either. They don't get drunk. They drink and they flirt. They don't get drunk because they have to be in control. So they'll come and they'll learn and they'll talk about mitzvahs and Yiddishkeit and Lubavitch and Rebbe and Mashiach and walk away and say, oh, 
And then they'll go to a bar and everybody will be getting smashed and doing all sorts of weird things, losing their head. And they're going to stand there thinking, I think it's time to go. <laughs> Home. I've had three drinks now. <laughs> and somebody says, hey, we're having a party. You want to come? Maybe. Be a lot of drugs. So... Yeah, so there's there's the turtle that just won't come out, no matter what's happening. What do I do? A turtle. So why you want to choke him? They <laughs> <laughs> uh, light a fire. They <laughs> light a fire under them. Well, maybe you can't really. Could be that that's where they're going to be. That's it. Huh? That's just the way they're going to be. They'll never be very passionate about anything. Maybe that's better. I'm cluttered. Very cluttered. It's very cluttered. Because in order to stay away from the right and away from the left, you have to be so busy. <laughs> Making up excuses. No, can't go this way. Can't go this way. Can't. No, too far. Too craziness. I think the most you can expect, the most you can expect is moments, moments, which if you know, that's fine. The beginning of it, of course, the beginning of losing yourself in something bigger, is the ability to laugh at yourself. And uh, for this kind of a person, to take themselves less seriously is a great accomplishment. It's still far from passion, but that's a big improvement. Because humor is already a form of, uh, if you can really laugh, you're losing yourself for the moment. It's a high, yeah. Like when people say, I'm a very passionate person. I'm a very passionate person. I have jumped into things you wouldn't believe. And I wouldn't believe. And I've, hurt, I've gotten hurt many times because I just, you know, I see something I like, hey, I go for it. I like Yiddishkeit. But this time, I want to be careful. I want to go slowly, one mitzvah at a time. I don't want to just jump in. Mm-mm. Not fair. <laughs> when it came to everything else, you gave it everything you had. When it comes to serving God, all of a sudden you're cautious. Maybe because you don't want to have it have that. Well, tough. Well, tough. If this is how you do things, and this is your strength, and this is your style, doesn't God deserve as you know as much as every silly? The what? Um, I'm not saying you should be comfortable. I'm saying give it your best. And your best is your spontaneous, careless, reckless, passionate nature. That's your best. Give that to God. 
but the result of that is ultimately the passion burns out and this passion you think is more important than others. That's fine. But get into God the same way you got into everything else. Not without, not with less enthusiasm, not with... On the other hand, on the other hand, there are people who have always been very cautious, very considerate, very thoughtful. They don't rush into things. They don't rush out of things. They consider, and when they finally make up their mind, they're really there. Then they come to Yiddishkeit, to a Chabad house, and it's Purim. Yeah, and everybody is drunk, and they're laughing, and they're dancing, and they're singing, and they're carrying, and they're... And she says, oh... This is what I gotta be. I can't. I can't. I can't be so cautious about God and about mitzvahs. You gotta, you know, Yiddishkeit is. So this I'm gonna do recklessly. Give me all the mitzvahs. I'll do them all. No thanks. No thanks. Come to God as yourself, not as somebody else. The talents that God gave you that got you through life this far, those are the talents he wants you to serve him with. Don't adopt an artificial personality when it comes to God. That's when people say, but if I, but if I get into this, you know, if I, if I really become observant, what will that do to my personality? In most cases, unfortunately, not much. <laughs> You're still going to be you. But instead of living for you, you'll be living for something greater or bigger. But you're still going to be you. With the same shtick. Or when people say, um, what, what kind of people get into Yiddishkeit? What type of people come to Beis Chana? As if there's a certain type, you know, that... There's some... Jewish. <laughs> female. And here's... Well, and here's another thing. What's going on in the world at any given, in any given year is what goes on at Beis Chana in that given year. Which is kind of strange, because there was one year, 70... I remember, 74 maybe. Everybody was suicidal. Everybody was suicidal. It was in the early 70s. Like that's all that's all I heard about a whole summer for three months. I thought about killing myself. I tried to kill myself. I'm going to kill myself. Why shouldn't I kill myself? Why don't you kill yourself? <laughs> that was That was the only hot item for that year or that summer. Yeah, there was something going on. Some of the other one. What's this? There were year, there were years when there were years when politics was everything. Got to fix the world. You're not fixing the world. Well, what about the rest of the world? How are you gonna fix this? How are you gonna fix that? Then there was a year when everything was food. Everything was food. You shouldn't eat that. Shouldn't eat that. No, that that stuff is poison. No, I shouldn't. No, none of that. 
can't eat any of that. No, you can't cook like that. You got to cook. Everybody was berserk about food. Everybody. And a whole summer I was drinking carrot juice. <laughs> Remember that, yeah? Huh? Huh? Then there was a year when everything, everything was Eastern spiritual, meditative, otherworldly, atticite kind of stuff. And the, that was the whole discussion. But what about Buddhism? What about Tibetan Buddhism? What about transcendental meditation? What about regular meditation? What about yoga? And what about... And everybody had their guru, and everybody had their... Uh, <laughs> Their sitting position and their breathing posture, and their. You, you can imagine what these chairs were doing to them? Nobody would sit on chairs. They were all on the floor against the wall because. Yeah. Because they had to sit a certain way. And here we're trying to learn Tanya, and they're busy breathing. What is it? For the last couple of years, it was relationships, men and women. That's it. Good marriages, bad marriages. Should I get married? Should I not get married? Why do we get married? Why don't we get married? What about living together? What about not living together? What about just not doing anything with anybody for a while? It was, it was every, everything had to do with, with interpersonal relationships. So what's this year? Uh, there's a certain indifference. This year? Who cares? Yeah, okay, fine. Tanya? Sure, sure, why not? Cut all my hair off and cover it with a, okay. <laughs> it's like a, all right, all right, all right. Okay, we'll do it. Get married? All right. Dozen children? This one this year? That's, that's For the last, I think, year and a half, there's been like a a, a neutral, uh, yeah, yeah, like nothing in particular. I mean, they're even saying it in in in, in the fad magazines. They were saying that ni 1992 doesn't doesn't stand for anything. So you can say, you know, the 80s, the 70s. So far, the 90s, nothing. We're numb. Beyond numb. Catatonic. <laughs> Autistic. <laughs> I know that in, in Crown Heights, the mood is either Mashiach comes, or what the heck? So either give me give me the good news, the big news, or or what's the difference? And that's kind of how the whole world is. Like, tell me something I haven't heard. All right? There's a war in Chicago, in, in Czechoslovakia. Right? Big deal. People are starving in Somalia. Go help them. Do something. Somebody give them. <laughs> Somebody go feed them, right? But we can't be bothered. We just it not no news is big enough. 
or significant enough to make any difference.